Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So I have for us today a topic, and I'm honestly not sure where this is going to go. Normally I have a loose outline that I'm following, or sometimes I have even more detailed notes. And the only thing that I have to work with right now is this. It's time to be your biggest cheerleader. And you may be rolling your eyes of like, of course I need to be my biggest cheerleader, but clearly there's something here. If this is coming through me, for me, for us to do some work on this. So when I think about being your biggest cheerleader, you know, of course there's going to be grand events in our life that will be easy for us to recognize. But I really think being your biggest cheerleader really comes down to those details of life because nobody is inside your head. You're the only one inside your head. And when you are on this journey of fiercely awakening, it means that you come against up against obstacles, test, uh, new ways of being, new opportunities to live, new ways to expand every single day. And only you knows if you are choosing to disrupt a pattern, if you are choosing to respond differently, if you are choosing to do something that sets you free from generational trauma, like only you know that. No one's going to roll out the red carpet for you and say, oh my gosh, I see the way you handled that was so different from how you handled it previously. Like that's not going to happen. No one's going to see you in your, how you would typically respond to a trigger and have you respond differently and say, wow, like that used to really trigger you. And now I can tell that's not triggering you. In fact, most people in your immediate circle, if they are not doing this work, They are actually like looking, hoping to see those triggers continue, not necessarily consciously, but subconsciously, right? Like they are looking for those same response patterns because how you have reacted to them, how you have shown up in life thus far is comfortable to them too. So when you are doing things differently, like People aren't necessarily going to be like, wow, so good. That was great. Good job. Like you really expanded in that moment. Or I could see how that was really difficult and that was bringing up some old stuff for you, but you handled that like so good. This is you. This is you having literal pep talks with yourself all day long. Because the opportunity to do this work is in every single minute of every single day. Am I going to talk like I'm still in lack or I am I going to talk that I am abundantly supported? 
How am I going to show up when this bill comes? How am I going to show up at the grocery store? How am I going to show up with the gas prices? Am I going to say there's plenty more where that came from and believe it and get behind it? Because if I do, I need to celebrate that. I need to recognize that in myself. I need to see that these shifts are happening. Because the thing is that when you give your focus to the shifts that are happening, they speed up the process. This is so true as with celebrating, right? Like being your biggest cheerleader is also being the first to celebrate these shifts, no matter how big or small, like bring it. But also being your biggest cheerleader means like you're going to be the first one who is going to offer yourself self-compassion first, right? Like you're going to be the first on the scene. You're going to be the first responder to tell yourself it's okay when things don't look like they're happening the way that you wanted. And you're going to be the first one there that offers a perception shift. You're going to be the first one that gets to be gentle with what you perceive as a failure. You're going to be the first one that gets to be there when you let it go. And when you change your frequency, you get to be the first one to feel that. So if you're having a rough moment and you intentionally go out in nature and you put on some incredible music and you jog through the woods and you come back a different person, like, again, don't expect people to roll out the red carpet. Like just you own it. You celebrate it. The less that we need validation from the outside world, the more we actually get. But the more that we need it, the less we're going to receive it. This is true in every aspect of manifestation. If you need money, if you're desperate for money, if you're desperate to be in a relationship, if you're desperate for healing, you're pushing yourself away from it. So it's when we are so okay with ourselves, we believe that we're worthy as we are, we recognize this time in our lives as the magic time, no matter what time it is, no matter what's happening. And we celebrate that and we give ourselves the hug that we need and we tell ourselves it's going to be okay. And we tell ourselves we're exactly where we're supposed to be. Like this is huge. I remember when I went through pregnancy and I was doing things so differently, you know, I didn't At this point, I was going on a natural health journey, but not necessarily the mindset work. And so I was still very much in a victim state, but I, I don't know. I just, I just kind of expected people to, you know, celebrate these big decisions that I was making, but that's not what I received. I actually received the exact opposite. I received skepticism and doubt and fear, and it was hard. Because I wanted that validation. I wanted that golden badge that says, wow, you are making brave decisions for your family. I wanted it from my husband. I wanted it from my parents. I wanted it from close friends. But I wasn't getting that. And even with birth, you know, birth was so hard and traumatic for all of us. And, you know, my husband was out for like, I don't know, 36 hours straight alongside of me. I never let him leave my side. And when it was all said and done and I went through all the hard stuff, like I was expecting him to be like, you are a badass. And that never came. 
he never was like, wow, like you are the most impressive person alive right now. I needed that from him, but he also probably was looking to me and being like, listen, lady, I was like at your side every step of the way. I never left your side. I never ate. You barely let me go to the bathroom. Like I was there for it all, right? Like we all are our own you know, stars of our shows, right? And so we have these different experiences of the, of these events. And so I felt this like incredible disappointment that this wasn't noticed. And, you know, I wasn't like getting this, you know, like I said, like the carpet wasn't being rolled out for me and be like, oh my gosh, like you did it. You are incredible. Like what a thing that you have done. Of course, like the nurses there and, you know, my OB was like, holy Toledo woman, like you... I mean, what you just did was incredible. Like they were saying these things to me, but like, that's her job, right? So that doesn't count. So I I wasn't able at this point in my life to give this to myself. It wasn't enough. And so I was always like running on empty because if I can't give it to myself, then what anybody else has to say is going to come up short. Nobody can give me what I can't give myself. And I couldn't give it to myself then because I didn't even know that this conversation existed. So here we are, you know, fast forward to this place. It's like, I don't need those validations. I don't need those assurances. They are available to me because I have, you know, really strategically and intentionally like with my own frequency, attracted the most incredible humans in my life. And so it is available, but it's still not, they're not in my head. They're not seeing what I am having to work through on a daily basis. They're not seeing me still come up against doubts or still come up against fear and like work through it and pull out my toolkit and do the work and, you know, tell myself a different story and upgrade through that and up level through that and expand what I can hold. Like they're not seeing me do that. And they don't need to, but you better believe I am right there being like, that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. Nice work. This would have taken you two weeks to work through five years ago. And you just did this in 30 seconds. Bam. That's how it's done. That's how you lead. That's how you move through. Like I am just like talking to myself, like with so much love. So this is about being our biggest cheerleader is like literally being the one who's like, I am so proud of you for having a desire and trusting that it's yours. I am so proud of you for feeling into that fear and feeling into it fully and moving to the other side of it. We want to recognize all of these scenarios that we are working through and being the cheerleader along the way being our number one support person. And by doing that, we attract more authentic support into our lives. But when we need it, it's not there because we can't give it to ourselves. And going back to this celebration, it is amazing. I will talk to people who I've been working with for years, like in different, you know, play, different programs or whatever, who have heard me have the conversation of celebrate. And I'll say, did you celebrate that? And they're like, oh no, not yet. And I'm like, what? No, like that is like a stop, drop and roll celebration. 
you know, you don't have to have the perfect time to celebrate. You actually have like a really small window of time to be in that energy. Like when you hit a mark in your life, like significant or like even small, like there is only like a 30 second window that you are fully in it. And that is the time to do the celebration. You can always celebrate in hindsight, And that is of course important too, but being in that frequency of like doing it is really huge because you are in it in real time. And it is so like, I mean, just pulsating through you. It is not the same as like reenacting it, like, cause you're not, it's, you know, it's hard to dial up those same feelings as it felt when it was happening. It's like when you climb to the top of the mountain and you're there and you're like, oh my gosh, I did it. Like it only lasts so long. But it's in that moment of like anchoring it in. Like even if I'm like hitting like higher weights right now with my workouts, I I have been like celebrating this so big that I swear to you, I have had a quantum leap in my fitness abilities. And I was talking to one of my team members about this. She's like, what do you think contributes to this? I'm like, I don't know, like my mineral program, like my mindset, like something's happening. And I have literally just what I could never do now I can do. And it feels like it happened overnight, even though it didn't. But at the same time, like I have been celebrating, like loving on my body, telling myself how strong I'm getting, telling myself how like beautiful I am and how loving and like, just like your skin is glowing and oh my gosh, like look at that youth and like you just like, blah, 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 blah. like just loving on myself, loving on myself. Like, especially when I'm working out, like, like you are strong, you are powerful, you are unstoppable. Like just telling myself these things. And like, my body is responding. My body is calibrating to those, to that cheerleading, right? It's like, it's like me on the sidelines of me saying like, you got this and something is shifting and something is happening. And this is applicable to every single aspect of our life. When you are going for what you want, you are not going to have anybody that understands what you want more than what you want, because what you want is so unique to you and nobody else is going to get it except you. So we cannot put that pressure on somebody else to be our biggest cheerleader when we're not doing it for ourselves. They will always fall short and you will always feel empty. But when you start giving it to yourself, you start to attract it. You start to speed things up. You start to attract more evidence. You start to attract more good. It starts to get easier. And when you celebrate it, right? When you celebrate it, when you, when you celebrate it in real time, you expand it, you expand what you can hold. And then when you celebrate it past time, right? Like that's when you can really be in that gratitude energy. It's like it happened. And now I'm so grateful that it happened. And being in that gratitude energy is a whole nother frequency, right? It's the frequency frequency that says like, I have everything I need. And the universe is like, let me give you more. It's just this love exchange. When you are your biggest cheerleader, you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Because what is natural for us 
is to be our biggest shamer, to be our biggest bully, to be our biggest doubter. This is what comes natural. This is what all of us have conditioning to do. And there's no free card here. Like there's no free card that says, you know what, just take this card and you can upgrade. Upgrades come from doing the work. You want to sculpt your body? You're going to do the work. You want to make more money? You're going to do the work. You want to have a better relationship? You're going to put in the work. All of this. You want to get healthier? You're going to put in the work. But to me, it's not work. Like I would not have it any other way. When we are building this relationship with ourselves, when we are doing the deep work of understanding our limited beliefs and we are clearing up generational trauma and we are loving our body to its fullest potential, like there is so much reward. And the rewards start right away. It's like the minute that you take radical responsibility for your life, like, wow, do things look differently? Wow, are you able to show up differently? As soon as you accept that everything's happening for you, do you start to see it through a different lens? And when you see that you are enough as you are right now, and that your way through this life to having everything that you want and more is to be your biggest cheerleader is to be the one who's first to say, you got this. You know who you are. You know the story you're writing. You know that you live in a friendly, incredible, beautiful universe. Like, you know these things. Let's go. You know there's no such thing as failure. You know failure is just this beautiful point of the journey when you're in the middle. It doesn't mean anything. Oh my gosh, I was actually just reading something about failure. Where is that? I want to share this. Is it here? Mm, yes. This is in the book, you too. I love this book. As someone has said, everything looks like failure in the middle. You can't bake a cake without getting the kitchen messy. Halfway through surgery, it looks like there's been a murder in the operating room. If you send a rocket towards the moon, about 90% of the time it's off course, it quote unquote fails its way to the moon by continually making mistakes and correcting them. At the onset, you may feel high. Like you may feel high, like you're going for something big. And then you may feel like I'm going for something big and all these problems are slapping me in the face. But like those problems are just a sign of progress. That's all it is. So all of these things, if you're, if you are your biggest cheerleader and you are experiencing what is perceived as progress and you're like, this is a signpost of progress. I don't know if I just said that right, but like if what you perceive as failure, there we go. And you're like, this is just a sign of progress. Nobody else can give that to you. Nobody else can have that same perception. Because if you are feeling and beating yourself up, everything they say will not make you feel better. Even if they try to pick you up, it'll come from within the same as with motivation, the same as with fear. Like nobody can make you not afraid. 
they can give you inspiration and you can decide to accept it. Nobody can motivate you. You can find motivation, but you have to be the one that says, okay, let's go. And that's going to come from your cheerleader, not your voice of doubt, not your Debbie Downer, not your inner bully. On this journey, you are going to want that sidekick with you because there are so many micro moments on this journey where they are profound. When you start talking to yourself differently, when you start celebrating the in-between, when you are looking at that glass half full, these are huge. So as always, I would love to hear from you. And I do want to say too, um, this is a side note, but we have an incredible opportunity to do this work. This work that I speak of, that works, that will absolutely change your life. There is a three-hour workshop coming up. It's an abundance mindset workshop. It's going to be so huge, you guys. So that is coming up. Um, I just had that date in front of me. On August 25th. It's at 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's three hours. You do not have to be there live. You get lifetime access to the recording. And I can promise you it's going to be something that you're going to want to listen to more than once. If not all of it, parts of it. This is everything that I know is true when it comes to creating the life that you want and seeing the world through that abundance lens. I can promise you I would not be where I'm at if I would have stuck in lack. And if you've never done this work before, you have conditioning that says lack. If you are looking at the budget all the time, letting money tell you what you can and cannot do, letting money decide what, what, you know, what trips you take or what you do with your life, like that's not living. And that's not to say that you don't um, have respect and intimacy with money. In fact, it's quite the opposite. But it's living with abundance mindset means that when we are making choices from the heart and making aligned choices and doing the work, we will be supported. Things will work out. The money will come, but you have to go first. You have to be the one to lean in and to clean up the conditioning, to clean up the stories and learn how to leverage this frequency to work for you to work with you, but you go first. So this is particularly important, right? If you've never done this work before, like it's go time. It's time to step out of lack. And if you have dipped your toe into this work or you've been working on it, like this is just going to be another perspective for you to just saturate yourself with. And I promise you're still going to leave with a, with a breakthrough and a what's next for you. So I would love to see you there again. I'd love for you to be there live. It is worth taking off the afternoon to spend with me. Um, But if you can't, if you already have plans, I understand it's on a Friday, all that kind of stuff, you will have lifetime access. All right, you guys, so much love to you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, 